All right, all you fantasy football bachelors and bachelorettes, it's time for the Run Up the Score Fantasy Football Dating Show. Let's run up the score with love. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome <laughs> to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. Hey, Don. And Tom, three eligible bachelors. Hey, ladies. everybody. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, so uh, this is going to be a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out already, um, we are, you know what? We're not even going to explain the concept yeah, because let's get into some headlines uh, first. we actually had a couple of people reach out to us on Twitter about this. So I felt like, or you guys felt like it was important that we start the show with it. Shout out Brian on Twitter. Uh, one of the original rudders. Oh yeah. If I do say so myself, Brian uh, really wanted some insight on the Josh Gordon situation. And so far, what we know is that Josh Gordon will not be reporting to the Browns training camp as planned. Um, Out indefinitely. Yeah. The in- well, there- there's no yeah. timetable for return, and this may as well have been as planned. Yeah. But it just wasn't shared. Yeah. The Browns and Josh Gordon released two separate statements together, and I know that's confusing, but they were in the same tweet, so that was kind of yeah. the best way I could say it without <laughs> saying they were. I feel weird like citing tweets as evidence still. Welcome to like, 2018. Look at the Don. tweet. But um, get used to it. So the Brown statement was like very matter of fact, but it seems like Josh Gordon was really trying to uh, to to shed some light on what's going on with him, and he wanted everybody, especially Browns fans, to understand that this is something that was going to be happening regardless of where he was with his recovery, with his training, and, and everything else. Now, that's great, you know, if if that's what he's supposed to be doing in terms of his rehab. He's and got his, a new quarterback, though. Yeah, and the other – and Well, but if I could just go make some uh, letter of the law sense here. Yeah. Uh, as written in the rule book, it says, after completion of the one-year banishment period – the commissioner, in his sole discretion, will determine if and when a the player that, will right? be allowed to return to the NFL. So that's where we don't have a timetable. Right. And then it says a player seeking reinstatement also must meet certain clinical requirements as determined by the medical director and other requirements as set forth. So that's where he's talking about I have to do this for my personal medical it's almost like I heard that the uh, the last step of full NFL clearance is that you actually have to take a religious passage to Israel. <laughs> so uh, I think right now he's actually riding, riding a camel across the, uh, <laughs> the deserts of Jerusalem. Well, hopefully he's not on drugs <laughs> so he can play week one. that he's doing that. He has because that'd be a wild. He's probably speeding through the rites of passage at that rate. Then so he's probably yeah. being uh, bar mitzvah. Camels run faster yeah. than you think. <laughs> Um, wild. So, but I don't think it's anything much to worry about at this point. I mean, we're still we're still kind of far from drafting. But you know, it's funny because like people have been hitting me up on Twitter about like whether something is not very good or not because that's yeah. like one of my. You're the not very good. Place. Follow me. Yeah. At, follow me at Why So Serious. You'll see me quote tweet things about like what I think is not very good and a lot I of would, things you think oh, are not very so good. so many things. <laughs> not even football related most of the time. But I do think that this Josh Gordon thing is not very good because. Like, this is the kind of thing that you're going to have to deal with if you draft him. You know, like, he's being treated differently by the NFL because of his his history with, you know, I, I, the wacky tobacco. The weed. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I was like, please, somebody else do the Stephen A. this week. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what to make of it. It does seem like everything could end up being fine with the way that preseason goes now anyway. I don't know how much he was going to play, but... It's it's a great point that you guys bring up. He's got a new quarterback. 
You know, he he played what the Russ six boys games are last year are all about the reps, yeah. if nothing else. We're, and he's already starting to lose out on reps to Jarvis Landry, who has been a target monster yeah. for the past four years. And you can't Corey let Coleman, him get who's always on the field. You can't let Jarvis get his grips in, you know, because yeah. then you're just done for. He yeah. just he he just becomes best friends with the quarterback, I think, and then he takes him out to dinner, all that stuff. I'll not, tell you what, not Jay Cutler, or not not Ryan Tannehill, actually. No, because no. remember they didn't even. They didn't even say oh, goodbye. Oh, yeah, they didn't even say goodbye. Yeah, it was tough. Well, that's because Jay Cutler got involved, and then yeah, he was all maybe. buoyed up with Jay. Yeah, maybe. See, Would you say goodbye to Ryan Tannehill if you left his team to go play for literally any other team? Don, <laughs> I don't have the uh, the options that Jarvis Landry has. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Fair so enough. I might, I might uh, weep as I leave Ryan before we Before we move on, um, the Browns office parody video. Yeah, that Amazing. was awesome. That was awesome. The first Browns win since 2016. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, training camps are starting, which... With or uh, without Josh Gordon. Yes. Um, Tom, do you want to... Do we want to talk about uh, the website dealings right now, or do you want to just leave them in a shroud of mystery? Oh, like uh, articles and such? Yeah. Well, I, I am going to publish the hills I'm willing to die on uh, the Long awaited. Long awaited, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's getting there. You don't want to do that thing too early because okay. then those takes you know, they'll All really right. freeze out. So yeah. <laughs> what I'm trying to do is wait till the 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 playing field, okay, metaphorically and literally, kind of gives me a, uh, a good lay of the land. Because okay. even even Josh Gordon's in there, and it's just like, oh yeah. my, today I'm <laughs> yeah. like, come on, I worked on it a lot last <laughs> night. I wake up this morning and it's all Josh Gordon news. Yeah. So yeah. Um, <laughs> come on. But for those who are lazy, I think we will also upload it with me just speaking yeah. as a mini episode. Which is, I think, You're a really cool idea. into like your audiobook career. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Fox and the Hound. That's you, have, you have a nice like straight delivery. Yeah. I think you could do it. I think um, I can do it. But anyway, um, people reporting to camp is going to be a big deal. Odell and Beckham's there. that's kind of there. what I was trying to segue into. David Odell Johnson. Beckham is expected to report. David Johnson expected to report. Uh, those guys are both uh, looking for new contracts. Uh, looks like Julio Jones and Gronk are also going to report. They're looking for new contracts. Good news. Um, kind of seems like at this point, like not, nobody's going to get them. Yeah. Uh, which for well, actually they've been they've been pretty positive about Gronk's, but the news has Odell seems off. really positive too because Odell is apparently like head over heels with Pat Shermer. That's and the, is on a good working relationship with John Mara. Hmm. I think the only issue is Gettleman, who you know can be a hardo at times. Yeah, yeah that is sure. the latest, and uh, still. Without a job, Des, Des. Bryant. Uh, yeah, speaking of eligible bachelors. He, I was looking at his stats. He, where will Des Bryant go? I mean, he wouldn't go to camp anyway. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it would behoove him to go I to think, camp. I think he'd go to camp if someone signed him right now. Maybe. Don't you feel like every day that he's still out there he's is like... He's losing money. He's losing money, but well, he's, he's gonna already go lost the, his money. He's going to go on the veteran are, minimum. I think gaining an opportunity. I feel like someone at some point is going to bite. Well, I think someone at some point is going to get hurt. <clears throat> And I think that's where his opportunity lies is really? you know, a preseason yeah. or early season injury. And, you know, he stayed in shape. Like, he to me, that's kind of touchdowns. Like, he can yeah. catch those contested balls that yeah. I think a lot of teams are missing a guy like that. Yeah. And right now, you can probably get him, you know, on yeah. a crazy cheap level. So let's rattle this off. Like, we, we had mentioned a couple of names before. Um, like, we think he would end up, him ending up on the Niners would be a great that's probably uh, a my great favorite. Fit. Yeah, uh, maybe the Colts. They like they need somebody alongside T. Y. Hilton. Yeah, that would even, be really uh, nice. even like the Titans. The Titans definitely could use a guy to kind of usher in the Corey Davis era a little bit better. Than or just Rashard like Matthews hold and Eric off Decker the Corey could. Davis right. era. Yeah, because yeah. he he easily could. I think with 
you know, a fair opportunity, a fair target share. He easily could be a very productive receiver. Can I sell you guys on the Cardinals? Sure. Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk kind of possession guys, not like go up and get it kind of guys typically. Sure. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. All right. Just an interesting thing. All right. Uh, Let's get to this because this is one that we're really excited about. Oh, yeah. It's the fantasy football dating show. That theme song wasn't for nothing. Yeah, no. no. That is the theme song of the dating game, the famous dating show where you'd basically blind date three people at the same time. Turning back the clocks and, a little uh, bit on that on this one, and, but you know. You know, for some for most people who went on that show, I would assume the person is single. So in order for us to get some eligible bachelors, it there definitely could have yeah. worked out where it wasn't. Oh, um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> we need some we need some heartbreak yeah, before we, we need can some heartbreak. Uh, so we got to break some hearts be before we can find right. our happiness elsewhere. And right. so that's what we're going to do. We're going to name one guy at each position, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. We're not doing kickers. No. Uh, and we're going to break up with somebody. And then we are going to give the other two people a chance to pick who we're going to replace that person with. So, like, let's say, for example, I'm giving my quarterback. I'm right. going to give the stats. Go ahead. Okay. So my quarterback is Carson Wentz. Okay, he's coming off an injury. He is. It's been proven that they can replace him and still be a very functional football team in Philadelphia, uh, which means that they're not going to rush him back. They still have Nick Foles on a pretty good deal. Nick Foles is only going to get paid if he plays. But with Carson Wentz playing at an MVP level last year, I think the Eagles are going to be very gingerly welcoming him back. There's already talks that Carson Wentz won't make camp. What does that mean? Less reps. Yep. So I'm a little worried at this moment, you know, end of July 2018 about Carson Wentz. Could this change? You don't want to do long distance with Carson Wentz? I'm not doing long distance because it's a long distance from, you know, his ADP where it is right now to a guy that I can get a few rounds later like Matthew Stafford, Phillip Rivers, who are basically shoo-ins to play all 16 and I don't have to platoon guys and waste a roster spot on Carson Wentz when he might not come back. Right. Okay. Sure. So I wanted to be fair to Carson Wentz, though, because, you know, he was playing at an MVP level. So the three eligible bachelors also didn't start all 16 games for their teams last year. Okay. So here's I'm all ears. Bachelor number one. (laughs) (laughs) He's a handsome young fellow. Was on pace for four thousand one hundred sixty yards. We already know who it is. (laughs) No, you don't. All right. Fine. Uh, He added a rushing touchdown, which Carson Wentz did not. And he was on pace for only 16 touchdowns. He was throwing about one a game. He had a couple of early starts where it didn't quite work out for him. He was, you know, the running game kind of helped him a little bit more than his passing. Okay, so 16 touchdowns. It's a low number, but we think that's going to go way up. (laughs) Bachelor number two. (laughs) We do truly have no idea who he's talking. I mean, like, we don't. I have an idea who that might be. But we have not yeah. spoke about it even in the slightest. Bachelor number two is a quick-witted fellow. He had he was on pace for 3,883 yards, 43 touchdowns, 614 rushing yards, and two rushing touchdowns. Bachelor number three. For those of us who like taking a walk on the dark side, Bachelor number three had 3,828 passing yard pace with 37 touchdowns, 288 rushing yards, and zero touchdowns. But this Bachelor has had at least three rushing touchdowns in every single year. Of his career when he stayed completely healthy. Ooh. All right. So I'm dumping Carson Wentz. Who should we? Who, who should I match with? Who should you court? Well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, yeah, let's, claim let's... one of these guys as who I think they are. 
Okay. Oh, so we're gonna guess who we think these players are well, no, before you know we make. Yeah, my no, no. Let's just let's just pick the Bachelor first. All right. And I mean, even though I think I have a great idea of who all three are. Yeah. But me too. That's informing my. Decision, but I digress so. and say the running and throwing combination of Bachelor number two. I believe is why I would choose him. Tom, do you want to make your pick before I say Bachelor two? Well, Bachelor number three. Well, Bachelor number two had zero rushing touchdowns, correct? Bachelor number three had zero, but in usually, every other year of his career, when he stays healthy, he usually gets. And Bachelor number three two had how many? He was on pace for two. So I would say I would go with Bachelor number three. Bachelor number two was Deshaun Watson. And Bachelor number three was Aaron Rodgers. Bachelor number three was Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> bachelor number one, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. So. I think with where Carson Wentz is going, he's going right around the same area as Deshaun Watson. But to me, if you're going for Carson Wentz, I reach think up for Rogers. You should just reach up for Rogers. Of course because, you do. <laughs> by the way, well, by the way, the last time that uh, that Aaron Rodgers missed the whole year, he came back, won the MVP, almost unanimously. Don't you have and to had break two up wide with receivers in the top ten in fantasy? Don't you have to break up with Aaron Rodgers first before you can break up with Carson Wentz? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's not the rules of this game show that we made up for this episode <laughs> that I knew of. All right, uh, so do, you, do we want to just run through all four of mine, or do we want to go by position? Nah, let's mix it up. Go by position okay. and just uh, rotate this rotate this bad boy. Well, then, Tom, we're going to rotate it to you. Let's hear your bachelor quarterback. Well, I'm going to break up with somebody. Right. Who yeah. they, they will be a bachelor now. Yes. Um, you know, he, he busted onto the scene last year. Not so on fire, but this year... There's a lot of hype about him, his sophomore season. And uh, that's Mitch Trubisky. Mm. And mm. You, you really, Interesting. No, there is a lot of hype about him because when you think Dating about younger this. Dating younger is always a, a, tr- a tricky thing. Yeah. Because the immaturity can show itself in different ways. Exactly. Yeah. So Especially from a rookie. When you talk about, now you know about my dating history. <laughs> <laughs> when I talk about Eli Manning and I say the lowest quarterback finish for a quarterback in the you know recent times has been QB 14 with a tight end one, a wide receiver one. And an RB one, right? You know, you might say that could apply to Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, he's a total, you know, upswing candidate. Right. But what I do want to say is that the stats don't really pan out that well, and the maturity of uh, being an NFL quarterback, I'm not sure, is quite there for him just yet. Mitch Trubisky, sub sixty percent completion rate. Not very good. Not very good company. Guys mm. like Andy Dalton were down there last year, and he had a really bad season. Sure but you did. know what Andy Dalton did? Play the Browns? He threw 25 touchdowns. Yeah. Do you know how many Mitch Trubisky threw? 27. Oh. And do you know how many picks he threw? 16. Seven. Hmm. So the big hype around this offense is the RPO, the run pass option that took Alex Smith to glory under Matt Nagy. Glory. And it's easy to get those completions, and it's easy to make Alex Smith look good because you want to know why? He's a good passer. He's good. He's already good. Yeah. <laughs> this is Mitch Trubisky's second year with the Keys, and I gotta be honest, he should still maybe be on his learner's the permit. The Bears' plan was he's, for him to not get the keys at all yeah, last he's year. He's a by sophomore. The way. He should have his learner's permit. It's nope. over. Yeah. So it's over with him. Uh, I don't want to be driving him around once he crashes the car. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I like to date up a league anyway. So okay. here's some contestants <laughs> that we can. Uh, so we're going consider. for Cougars. <laughs> well, we're cougar hunting. It remains to be seen. All right. Bachelor number one. Okay. A young man in his own right. Oh, by the way, sorry. The caveat to my bachelors is they all only played six complete games. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. There's a <laughs> twist in there, too. I'm sure. All right. So, 
Bachelor number one, a young man in his own right, had a QBR rating of 78.2, will be the highest of these three bachelors. He threw seven touchdowns, and he threw the middle ground amount of interceptions between the bachelors. Okay. Okay. So second most. Bachelor number two. I'm not going to tell you his age because it might give something away. His QBR was like only, an old lady at the club. <laughs> his QBR was 56. He also threw seven touchdowns, and he threw the least amount of interceptions in these six games that he played. Okay. You're following. Uh, yep. Bachelor number three. His QBR rating was 60.9. So this is nice. the middle. And he threw 16 touchdowns in his six games, but he also threw the most interceptions. All right. Um, go ahead, Don. I'm going with uh, I'm going with the guy who I'm going bachelor number three. Most touchdowns, interceptions are typically minus one. If he's throwing 16, that's last I checked, that's a lot more than seven, which is what the other two bachelors throw. I'm going peak and valley with bachelor number three. Of course, you ride the you know you ride the upside. You yep. just play him in the weeks that he's gonna have a high score. Yeah. Well, the funny so thing I'm is, with bachelor number three. Once again, right. this is Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wow. <laughs> cool. But I say this to say... Don't worry, mine won't be. We already <laughs> talked about Aaron Rodgers. I get that. But the point of this is to not talk about Aaron Rodgers. To talk about Bachelor number two. Uh, which, who about, do you think Bachelor number two was? First of all, Bachelor number one was also Jimmy G. Yes, it was. Okay. Bachelor number two, I said to Sean Watson, but the touchdown number was too low. Yep. I'm going Bachelor number two That's was tough. Matt Moore. Bachelor number two was Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> from the Bucks, <laughs> who will be starting yes wow. this year. So keep in mind that he threw the same amount of touchdowns in the same amount of games as Jimmy Garoppolo with less interceptions. Wow! And I know it's free to piggyback off of that. One free. of the things that I've been bringing up this whole uh, off season is that the Bucks, if you combine Jameis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick's numbers together, they led the league in passing yards last year. So this is a team that's probably going to be losing and probably going to be throwing a lot. So he's in a he's in a really advantageous position. I, I like that, Tom. That's yes. nice. That and was well done. There's Tom. nothing. Guaranteed with Jameis Winston these days. Right. The touchdown number was just like, you know, it was just too much. Was, oh, of course. We couldn't. But I wanted to get people who, uh, I, I should have just put Deshaun Watson as a third one so we could choose someone else, but right. I didn't know who Don was going right, to yeah, right. line that's, up there. Yeah, that's the whole point of the, yeah. the blind. But it was. Either, even if you did Deshaun over Aaron Rodgers, we still would have had two out of the three. I know. Yeah. And the whole idea was to do, yeah. uh, to throw some respect on Fitzmagic's name. Of course. So Scott. This was an awkward moment for you and me because we both wanted to break up with the same guy. Yes. <laughs> Not <laughs> the first time that's happened. happened. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, it is. Anyway, um, I'm kicking Kirk to the curb. Mr. Get Captain It Done. Curb. And, you know, he's a consistent, nice guy, but... He's not taking my fantasy football quarterback relationship. You like a bad boy to the next level. I like yeah, I like a bad boy. I like a guy who's gonna you know go crazy out there and put down a ton of points instead of just being steady middle of the road. You know he's never had over thirty passing touchdowns. Yeah, I think his rushing touchdowns are gonna go down. He's had at least four every year as a starter, and he's going up there in age, and he's looking after that wallet. Oh, he's he's been looking after that wallet, and with Dalvin Cook and Latavius, pretty sure Murray, that worked out though. Oh yeah. yeah, for him. He's likely to throw less than he has in years past. The Vikings only threw the ball on average over the past three years, 523 times, while he averaged over the last three years, 563. So he's he's probably it looks like he's going to lose out on about a game's worth of throws <laughs> just from changing teams. And if you really think they're going to be that much better, it's only going to go down as they as the lead goes up and he 
sits on the punt. Um, you know, like I said, over his career, his averages are, you know, like I said, the attempts, uh, you know, he's like 4,400 yards, 27 touchdowns, passing, four rushing. It's all great. It's all beautiful. 275 on average a year. Yeah. But I got some bachelors for you. Can guys. I add what I was gonna say about Kirk? Sure, because I was really proud of it. If Kirk, <laughs> we talk about games. Don was like, "Are you done talking yet?" So no, I no, can no, say. no. I wanted to. Make, I, didn't make, I just didn't want to interrupt, and I wanted to make sure that if we're putting these like, in the burn book, yeah. Um, Kirk Cousins. If we we like to talk about game scripts on on run up the score, of course. Kirk Cousins game scripts look like. Adam Sandler's rejected Grown Ups 3 script. Oh, it was just for the joke. No, it wasn't. <laughs> they are going to run. They are going to play defense. He's not going to be able to take as many chances when the defense is grooving so that he doesn't put them in a bad position. He is like he is going to be a lot less voluminous, like, like Scott said. And the other thing, too, I was, I was playing a card game yesterday, and one of the guys that was there, we were talking about Kirk Cousins. He goes, he's like, I've watched Kirk Cousins' his whole career. This is the kind of guy Kirk Cousins is. If your team's down 10... Yeah, he's throwing you the touchdown, but he's not going to get you the field goal. Right. If your team's down four with two minutes left in the ball, he is throwing a pick. <laughs> and I was like, man, that is dangerously accurate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but he might not even be in that position to get those padded garbage time stats because of how good the Vikings' offense and run game were last year. If if that translates even at you know eighty percent, they're going to be in a great position. Oh yeah. So let's hear your bachelor, Scotty. Bachelor number one is a former league MVP. This bachelor scored 228 fantasy points last season, has a stable full of weapons, ample amount of ability, and no changes around him. A truly stable guy to settle down with. This bachelor is currently going four to five rounds after who I just... Bachelor number two. (laughs) Scored 270.5 points last season, and this bachelor seems to have improved upon his situation. An injury to a key player may actually have this bachelor taking more deep shots this season, which of course we love. And oh yeah, he's available four to five rounds after Kirk Cousins as well. Bachelor number three put up an absurd 295.1 points last season, along with the best deep ball completion percentage in the league. But he now faces a new challenge. Paired with a new coach who loves to chuck it long once again, this bachelor will never make a mistake that breaks your heart. Consistency in a man is always good. I know two of the three. I think I know. But, I think I know Bachelor three, and that's why I'm picking him. That that's not the game, Don. That's no. not the game. Right. You don't stick with what <laughs> you right. know. You stick with no. But with I like heart. it. I like it. And now, I actually, just change my Tom. You go first. I would say. <laughs> I would say that um, there were consistent options in one and three. Yeah. Um, three has that deep ball prowess that you did mention. So I would say in this. In this situation, it depends on my roster construction, safe through and through, or the risk taker that you described in number three. Though I know who they are, I think, I would go with uh, number one. I'm going bachelor number three, Chicks dig the deep ball. Okay. <laughs> bachelor three is deep Alex Smith. pretty good. Yeah, and number and one. And bachelor one is Matt Batman. Ryan. And bachelor number two, who I would always pick. Phil Rivers. Bat, by the way, second time I've completely forgotten about Matt Ryan this season. In my rankings and now in this. So the the whole point for me really is all of those three quarterbacks have all finished within the top three of quarterback at one point in their career, which Kirk yeah. Cousins has never done. And right. they're all free. Yeah. <laughs> Compared Absolutely to Kirk, for sure. Free. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. I all mean, right. Matt Ryan's getting really disrespected this year. Yeah, he is. I'm, I'm starting to, to fall for him. Yeah. Uh, let's snake this. And Scott, <laughs> you'll start us at running back. Sure. And then, Tom, you'll go first for wide receivers. Yeah, just get my heartache out first so yeah. I can then just wallow. Yeah. Because 
I'm breaking up with. I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, but I have to break up with Danny Woodhead. You can't break up with him because he already quit. Like two lovers that must decide between distance and love. Danny and I are forced to break up after years of a beautiful relationship to chase feelings we once had with casual pickups and unprotected draft picks. <laughs> years of this RB2 production, high target volume, red zone usage, feel and enough heart to pump blood through 1,000 giraffes. <laughs> All in the double-digit rounds until everyone else caught on. There will be a void on, several one, on every one of my teams. Now that Danny has left, but he will never be forgotten for his services. Love you should you. write poetry. Peace, <laughs> you should write Danny Woodhead themed poetry. That was <laughs> it's the only way I'm to really crying. get my heart I'm into it. I'm crying right now. I think you should also retire and pursue him. <laughs> <laughs> Not from this podcast. Not from this podcast. But anyway, you. Um, you know, to try and move on from this, what you're seeking is, you know, that peak Danny Woodhead. Yeah. That high amount of carries as well as that high target share. So, even though we don't want to move on, we must move on to Bachelor number one. This Bachelor scored 140 points last season. Is a pass-catching monster that has scored 19 total touchdowns over the last two seasons and is in a co- contract year on a highly efficient offense. Affordable, affordable in the seven and nine rounds. You guys know that one. <laughs> <laughs> this bachelor, number two, took the world by storm last year as a lead dog, but will settle in as a third down back roll this year. But he has no true lead dog. Spatula has already proven goal line ability, pass catching ability, and has something with and has has something within him that his QB has grown to love. Also, will be in that in that dream Woodhead range that you know 10, 11, 12, 13. That was a tough one. I didn't ex- you know that, that <laughs> the explanation was not great. When there's stats involved, it's a lot easier to track them down. Right. Yeah, yeah. This bachelor, bachelor number three, caught at least forty passes every year of his career, is involved regularly in the offense, and has a somewhat unproven young bachelor himself ahead of him. He's proven he can be the guy as a bell cow working the goal line, but also has proven that he can be a chain mover in the middle of the field. This is a hard one. Um, I'm going Danny Woodhead is a, is a tough comp yeah. because of how unique that he is. So yeah. um, I haven't put all mine to comps, but that's a good point. I'm going Bachelor 2. I, like I like that you mentioned goal line, and that's not a lot of things that we can mention for third down running backs. I was going to go with Bachelor 1, not just because I know who it is outright, <laughs> But because, well, maybe because I know it is that right. <laughs> yeah, but I mean the the number the touchdown level. Yeah. For bachelor number one is certainly there. Is on yeah. that Danny Woodhead level. All right. So anyway, bachelor number one was you know it's Tevin Coleman. I think anyone who's <laughs> who's been listening knows it. Yeah. It's Tevin Coleman. Yeah. And quite honestly, he's was, probably the biggest Danny Woodhead player two, comp in the league right is now. Is number two? Um, is number two, Duke David, Johnson. Yeah, Duke Johnson. That's who I know. Whoa. No, although I should have, I should have put him in here because it would have made it easier. He's the Woodhead guy. Bachelor number two is Ty Montgomery, mm. which I believe is going criminally too late right now. That's true. There is oh nobody proven ahead of him. He has been. He has shown that he's been a workhorse. He can work the goal line. That's he can catch. Right. He can pass block. He could do it all, and he is going for free. Every single okay. guy in the Packers backfield is a lottery ticket, and I think he has the best odds out of all of them. Okay. Last one, bachelor number three, one of Tom's boys, Gio Bernard. Mm. Mm. 40 catches every year of his career. That's a lot. That's cool. All right. Great job, Scott. You you definitely made it tough on us. On yeah. That one. Yeah. Well, like I said, Danny Woodhead is, t- is no, tough to, you know, like. That Danny, yeah. Woodhead, that Danny Woodhead blurb that you read is like Rut's sizzle reel. <laughs> shopping our show to <laughs> network television. That was insane. He rules. Man, that was a gauntlet <laughs> you just threw down, man. Tommy, let's hear your running back. All right. I'm going to break up with former first round, then former second round, then former 
third, fourth. Oh, boy. And down we go. C.J. Anderson. Okay. Granted, the man had 1,000 yards Kiss last him year. goodbye. But he can only muster up four total tugs. Gross. <laughs> Cam Newton has never been below five. Cam Newton is the more sure goal line asset in that offense. Tug stealer. Than C.J. Anderson is. And with McCaffrey taking the PPR value and Cam taking the tugs, he will be in quite literally a fantasy purgatory. Yes. May he ma- rack up the yards? Sure. But is that going to make him very valuable? No. No. And he is rising. He's going around the eighth round now, and it's just a little too rich for my blood. Yes, I agree. CJ, we've had some good times. Yes. But they're over now. It's time to go. It's time to move on. We call them tugs when we talk about CJ Anderson because that's what he said <laughs> when he was bragging about his Super Super Bowl stats and out of nowhere. Only versus the had no. never once tweeted the word before <laughs> ever and just put it out there yeah. like it was nothing. Well, yeah, yeah, there was no explanation, but we don't know if he's. Uh, he probably didn't tweet it before because I was taken aback. <laughs> and we had a long-standing relationship that yeah. just ended. Yeah. Are right. you okay? So here are my eligible bachelors to mend my broken heart. <laughs> This one is going to be tough. Okay. These contestants and eligible bachelors will likely lead split backfields this year. Okay. They had 208, 207, and 206 rushing attempts, respectively. Wow. And boy, will I tell you that you'll be surprised that their ADP varies. Bachelor number one. He likes long trips overseas. (laughs) (laughs) He had... Two touchdowns and 24 receptions. Each of these guys can cut their teeth in the passing game. He had 4.2 yards per carry, and his ADP is 33 overall. This man came from humble beginnings, but he's a real sweetheart these days. He had seven touchdowns, 20 receptions, 4.3 yards per carry, and is being drafted at ADP 60 overall. This man never quite fit in. In his uh, NFL career, some might say that he had a good thing going, but us fantasy players have always been a little disappointed. He had two touchdowns, 28 receptions, 4.1 yards per carry, and has an average draft position of 94 overall. Mm. Mind you, these guys' largest discrepancy in attempts is two. Right. Okay. Okay. I think oh. I'm trying to like piece together who they actually are, yeah, yeah. and then who I who I like. I think bachelor, the choice well, seems obvious. Bachelor uh, number two had seven touchdowns, while the other had two touchdowns. Now that you said that, I don't think I know yeah. who Bachelor um, number one is anymore. <laughs> and I think wait, Bachelor number one had two touchdowns as well. Yeah, this is a, okay. This is yeah, a, this is tough. Who you yeah. thought Scott was definitely not Bachelor number one, and the no, ADP? No, he might be too. The ADP addition no. does not actually help you whatsoever. No, no. ADP really well. No. All right. Um, it doesn't. I'm going to chase the touchdowns, yeah. as always. I think you have to. Bachelor number two. Who is Alex Collins? Bachelor number two is Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> oh, my God. He had seven touchdowns, 4.3 yards per carry, and is going 60th overall in fantasy drafts. Can right I now. change this? If you're if you're looking to replace C.J. Anderson, that's a, <laughs> it's a great pick. No, it's not. Oh, it is. I know. I am so ashamed of myself. <laughs> <laughs> This is like this is the equivalent of like going on a Tinder date, and it's like the person you got catfished. Yeah, like 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 just nope. That's not who you are in your pictures. Well, 
Oh my god. The numbers don't lie. That's, that's those just did. Bachelor number one was Jay Ajay. Jay Ajay had oh, two touchdowns. Overseas. Yeah. Yeesh. And he is currently thirty three overall. Yep. I would take Jay Ajay over Marshall. Bachelor number three? Any guesses? No. Isaiah Crowell. Uh, actually who is that's actually who I thought it was. All right. ADP <laughs> go, ninety four. I mean Virtually identical to Jay Ajay. Yeah. But but Jai I think is in clearly a better, a better situation. situation. Yeah. yeah, but that's, I'd, I'd take Crowell over Marshawn Lynch. Is a situation too. worth sixty picks? That's that's just what we have to uh, consider, right? When you're well, yeah, because we're comparing Crowell and uh, yeah, and they all had the same CJ virtually too. the same opportunity. Yeah. Yep. In cool raw numbers. That was a, that was a tough one, Tom. Nice job. Yeah. I'd like to paint Marshawn in that light because I know what's coming right here. I am breaking up with Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch averaged 50 yards a game last year. Or sorry, 59 yards a game. So basically 60. Pretty good. That's just not That's not what I want, though. ADP 60. It's just not. Um, 60 yards, 60 ADP. Uh, he had 10 receiving yards. Yards? 10. Caught he the ball played, 20 times. He played 15 games. And... I was going to do pace, which I did for the quarterbacks, but I can't do pace for Marshawn Lynch's 16-game schedule because he missed that game because of his own doing. It was a suspension. It wasn't an injury he, because of the meltdown he had against the Chiefs. Right. He so, runs that risk. He runs a little hot. Right. Yeah. So because of that, I don't want him. Seven touchdowns? Yeah, that's a great number. But you got to think. Don doesn't like to fight. What was it? <laughs> what was it? Two of them came against the Jets week two or something like that? He did have it. And then he dealt yeah. with ankle injuries the rest of the year? And yep. he's 36. No, he's not 36. He's like 33, 34. Yeah, he's... Like, I, I don't want him anywhere, and I won't draft him. Jeez, this I'll is a really mean breakup. This is like a, one of those one-sided, like, you need to get your life yeah. together. This is like all well, my I'm friends on the rebound, me about Marshawn. Yeah, Tom's like, what's up? Um, so <laughs> Marshawn's anyway. been cheating on you with me anyway. Here are my bachelors. Now, for bachelor number one, I actually had to do pace because he had a very interesting situation. Uh, with his season last year. But he was on pace for 1,000 rushing yards, 1,037 in total, and he scored six touchdowns, okay? And he had a really great – he's a great uh, He's a great kisser. He's a great he – he does a great job <laughs> sealing the deal, so to speak. Okay. okay. I know who that is, but that's a really interesting way to describe Bachelor it. number two. Let me just say that he is about five rounds ADP-wise after Marshawn Lynch. A different type of running back. He had 348 rushing yards, and that's like, wow, Don. Like, why would you even bring him up? Because he had 693 receiving yards on 74 catches, and he, like Marshawn Lynch, scored seven touchdowns. Bachelor number three. Bachelor number three is in an interesting situation because he's a polygamist. It's not just going to be you and this and Bachelor number three. <laughs> it's going to be you, Bachelor number three, and Bachelor and number three's. Not a twin, maybe like a best, maybe like a frater- a sorority sister. Okay? Or fraternity, fraternity brother. brother. There, there you go. <laughs> um, bachelor number three had 628 rushing yards and 299 receiving yards and eight total touchdowns. Gentlemen, shall we begin? <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. That is very tough. These All of those guys, by the doozies. way. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll give you a little hint. Bachelor number one has an ADP similar to Lynch. Two and three are are four to five rounds later than Marshawn well, and Bachelor number one. The extrapolation of Bachelor number one's yardage total does pique my attention. Right. Yeah. And uh, I think that is who I'd go with. And I think 
the person that I'm guessing that is is wrong, actually. So uh, I'm going to go with him regardless, but okay. I think the touchdown total makes me incorrect. Yeah. I'm going in blind with Tom. I think I know who it is, too, but I think... I'd love to hear this. What? Who, who do you think it? it is? I think I thought it was Derrick Henry. Me, too. No, it's not. Me, too. I Bachelor thought it was Derrick Henry, too. number one was Alex Collins. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Um, people forget he he played he had actually played a couple of games with Seattle. They cut him. The Ravens picked him up. He played in 15 games, but started 12 of them. Okay. So that's why I said he was a good finisher because he fi- a good kisser. He sealed the deal. <laughs> uh, he, he, that was um, awesome. Finished. Yeah. Um, bachelor number two is Duke Johnson. That's what I thought. Yeah. I did mouth that to Scott. And yeah. bachelor number three was Tevin Coleman. Was Tevin Coleman. Yep. I know that stat line yeah. anywhere. <laughs> Tom, let's go to wide receiver. I'm up? Yes. All right. Well, it's time to break another man's heart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Here I go breaking hearts again. I am going to break up. Oh, by the way, CJ Anderson has five tweets with tugs. (laughs) (laughs) Only three of them are referring to tugs as touchdowns. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. (laughs) All right. Well, I am going to break up with Kelvin Benjamin. He is not even a wide receiver three in my eyes. Um, Yeah, I'm sorry, bud. He only had two receptions in the red zone last year. Brutal. On 10 targets. Okay. And he reeled one in for a man catch him on deck. Awesome catch. In the snow. Gotta love it. But, guys, (laughs) we don't even know who the quarterback will be. But we know it'll be bad. We, we don't know it'll be bad. <laughs> we don't know if Shady will be out there. It's looking better for him, but it's yeah. looking better, but we do not know. No. It's looking better, but it's still very not game. very good. Trust me, that's not one that's not my uh that's not my hill I'm willing to die on yeah, with no. Calvin Benjamin. No, 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 no. Right. Check this out. The Bills have ten wide receivers ever to hit a thousand yards. <laughs> and six of them are Andre Ryzen. <laughs> Calvin Benjamin broke one thousand yards in his rookie season. By less than 10 yards. Right. With Cam Newton playing bonkers. Yeah. The MVP year, right? He does not have that in Buffalo. No. He cannot have that in Buffalo with who he has. It just will not happen. What makes you say not that? Not possible. Because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Josh Allen's taller than Cam. But Josh Allen's tall. Big hands. And I don't think he's better. There's one more caveat. People like to think he's a double digit touchdown guy, right? At least a candidate. Yeah. Even in that monster season. He didn't have double-digit touchdowns, mm. and he thrived in garbage time. So, what can we what can we expect if they're bad? His upside is garbage time. Yeah, it's not something that you can rely on. Yeah, there's not enough attempts in that offense historically. There's not even a thousand-yard receivers in that offense historically. Ever, ever. So it's just I, not going to happen for him. But he's outside of wide receiver three for me. What I will say though, and he's is, breaking up with him. What I will say, though, is he's... Leaving him in the Buffalo cold, Donnie. What I will say is he's free, <laughs> and he doesn't necessarily have to get 1,000 yards to, be, to have a successful Kelvin Benjamin season. He's not free. Okay. He's free now because he's single. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Right. Tom freed himself from the shackles of disappointment. <laughs> so, and who will I... You're brave, Tom. Who will I canoodle <laughs> with? so brave. Who will I canoodle with? Let's find out. All right. All three of these bachelors were tied fourth... In the NFL, for touchdowns over forty plus yards, Ooh, with okay. six, big play guys, with six, that's okay. a lot. Yeah, these guys—they're big. They big like fellas. long walks on the sideline. I was hinting Down at uh, you know members. All oh. right. So, bachelor number one, also 
from a cold, cold place. 61 receptions, 1,101 yards with nine touchdowns in 16 games. Average draft position, 57. Okay. Got that one. (laughs) (laughs) This one from a harsh city. Not quite as cold, but trust me, it gets there. 58 receptions, 917 yards, and seven touchdowns in 14 games. Average draft position, 44. Overall? Overall. Bachelor number three. I think, do you guys think your lips smacking are going to show up on the No. The audio? <laughs> Only <laughs> one way to find out. <laughs> Bachelor number three. A little warmer of a location, but he could have used a warm body with him to help out. 57 receptions, 966 yards, and four touchdowns in his 16 games played. Average hmm. draft position, 35. Hmm. Okay. That's early. That is early. early. Um, I'm going uh, I'm going number one. Closest to 1,000 yards. Over 1,000. Over 1,000 yards. I'm sorry. So Most touchdowns and 16 games played. I like it. I like number one. And the furthest back on ADP. There you go. Yeah, I love that. I love a good bargain. I I, I'm pr- I have to. I think I know who this is, and you, so I'm going with it because <laughs> it's my boy. Go ahead, Scotty. Marvin Jones. It's Marvin Jones. Oh, Was yeah. number two Emmanuel Sanders? Number two? That's a great guess, but no. But wrong. <laughs> it was Juju Smith-Schuster, oh. who I would love to talk about, actually. In 14 games, and not, u- not really being overused in a majority of them. And one of them was a suspension. Yeah, just coming in strong. Uh, Juju almost hit 1,000 yards and had seven touchdowns on 58 catches. Big play potential, ADP 44. Seems about worth it in this uh, landscape of things. Player number three? Uh, No no idea. Only show in town. Needed Uh, a warm body. Needed a warm body. T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Okay. Seven receptions, nearly eclipsed 1,000 yards without Andrew Luck. Only four touchdowns, but played all 16 games, and his average draft position is 35. I love So he's the most expensive. Um, It obviously hinges on Andrew Luck because when you look at that. Well, uh, another piece of news Andrew Luck is going to be full participant at the start of Cole's Full going camp. camp, So we have to assume that we're getting Andrew Luck. Yes, QB6, Andrew Luck. But I, I say that to say because if Juju played one more game. In the limelight, even yeah, he would have probably eclipsed um, T.Y. Hilton in yards and potentially hit the one thousand mark. Cool, making this question a lot harder, especially if he scored, let's say, one more touchdown. Yeah, you give him an eighty-yard game and a touchdown, and he's looking very similar to Marvin Jones. But Marvin Jones is, you know, one of the ultimate wide receiver values in the draft. It's hard to uh, the ADP number twenty full picks behind, you know, T.Y. Hilton twenty-two picks behind T.Y. I mean, it's just too much. We've been yep. saying it because he actually for scores. so long, and it's still <laughs> happening. Yeah, like and you got to think it, too. His, his ADP hasn't Marvin Jones' ADP has not moved at all. Yeah, the whole off season, which Good. is amazing. Leave it there. We got one more Leave month for, left, boys. Yeah, <laughs> we can <laughs> make it. Hold on, <laughs> we can make it. Uh, Scotty, let's go to you. Sure, this is one of my all time boys. Not as much as Danny Wood. So I'm, uh, you know, it's a little easier to uh, yeah. to cut the cord on this one. But it's over with Michael Crabtree, aka the Crab Man. Hmm. The reason why this is like when. When your significant other has that one friend who you just hate, right? They just stink. You literally cannot stand. And then they move in with them. (laughs) And you have to be surrounded by them all the time. (laughs) 
Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Me and Crabtree had a great thing going on <laughs> until Joe Flacco came around, boys. Joe Flacco got in the crab man's And claws. there's just no way his TD opportunity or overall target quality stays the same. It's going way down. He used to have Alex Smith, Derek Carr. Now he's got Joe Flacco, who has thrown tw- at least 20 touchdowns one time in the last three seasons, and he threw 20. Brutal. <laughs> so he has never even reached like a one and a half touchdowns a game so for the past three years. we're removing him from double-digit touchdown candidacy? Crab, she's not going to get you. He didn't get there last year. But he was a candidate. He, was, uh, he never year, actually yeah. reached He never actually reached 10 in Oakland, but his average in Oakland, which what my bachelors will be hoping to attain this upcoming season, was 80 catches for 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns. Okay. So if, you, so if he wants to spend his time with Joe Flacco, you know what? Fine. <laughs> we're done. And I'm moving on to one of these bachelors. All right. Bachelor number one, excluding last year, this bachelor has caught 70-plus passes for 1,000-plus <laughs> yards and five-plus touchdowns for three straight years and is set to have a better situation this season. Okay. <laughs> Bachelor number two is a, is a bit of a personality change, but he had a very Crabtree-like line last season with 58 catches for 917 yards and seven touchdowns. <laughs> and there's room to expand. This Bachelor right now is being mocked at an affordable flex play, a little pricier than Crabman, but with a higher potential. Bachelor number three. It was one of the world's greatest positions until a toxic relationship really set him back. First, it was an injury, and then a new guy came into town and really screwed things up for him. <laughs> now that they broke up, He's with Crabman's old bay. Sometimes bay you never knew you could have had it better until it happens. This bachelor has a lot in common with Crabtree, which would make for a nice, smooth transition. Okay. Yeah, that one is obvious. Um, <laughs> I am going with bachelor number two, and I think I know who it is. You should <laughs> you if should. you listen to Tom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with bachelor number one because I know he's so affordable. Right. So... And you're, and you're very right about this. All these guys, I think, are are pretty affordable. Oh, yeah. Bachelor number one is Tom's boy, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders. Yep. Bachelor number two, if you were listening to Tom's <laughs> list of bachelors, was Juju Smith's sister. We had him on both episodes. Obviously, I got <laughs> that right. And bachelor number three, oh, who I'm starting to fall in love with more and more every Jordan. day, Jordy Nelson. Fall into, the, fall into the trap, Scott. Go ahead. What, what trap? I'm not, what did he lose skill-wise? Amari Cooper didn't a get step? any better in the red zone. Amari Cooper did not get any better in the red zone. They have nothing else to replace him. Martavis Bryant might be suspended for the entire season. This guy's locked into 100-plus targets. Apparently, they're going to move him into the slot, start playing that Larry Fitz-type role. It could change his whole career, Donnie. Hope it works. I won't have him. You used to love him. Like, I, like worship him. I, and now he's I like, will always remember his Packer years. I will not remember this one. I This Raiders year... The Raiders are going to have. The I first hope they the win draft. twelve games so bad, just so you have to sit there every week <laughs> and, and be like, crumb. "Oh wow, I guess the uh, <laughs> I guess the Raiders are good." I don't know. Yeah, now that I like Marshawn too. Yeah. yeah, we're all in on the Raiders, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm out. I'm way out. All right, are we uh, are we ready for my bachelor? Yeah, let's hear it. Born ready. I am making a bachelor out of AJ Green. Wow. Yeah, that's a tough breakup. You know what? I th- I thought AJ Green is like you date the hottest girl you've ever dated. But all of a sudden, the red flags just there's just too many to ignore. I got you. There's like just what? too many. Like the fact that he got ejected last year, the fact that his quarterback sucks, or the fact that you know he's not the only red zone option in theory with Tyler Eifert coming back healthy, or the fact that 
He's More been on nicked him up and missed a lot of time over the past few years. And he's just not at elite wide receiver one status based on his stats from last year. 75 for 10 set for 1,078 yards and eight touchdowns as a first-round pick, which he was last year, is just not going to get it done for a lot of teams. And that was why a lot of teams that drafted A.J. Green did not make the playoffs last year. I don't believe in him this year. There are a lot of guys that I would take over him, including my three eligible bachelors. Okay, so that makes sense. Bachelor number one. It's going to be easy, though. should be, theoretically. Bachelor number one has loads of potential. He's a young guy, but he's shown some serious promise. 104 catches. I apologize. (laughs) 1,245 yards. Only five touchdowns, but he had nine the year prior. Okay. Bachelor number two is a bit of a a mystery. He missed a couple of games last year, but his pace was 85 catches over 1,000 yards and... 11 touchdowns and then we've got bachelor number three he's not small he's fun sized and this guy runs like a cat in the jungle okay that one is so obvious nice 75 <laughs> catches 1100 yards we needed a layup after bachelor two bachelor two i'm still and stuck eight on. touchdowns i have how how many games did bachelor number two miss a lot? bachelor number two played 14 games okay well i was wrong uh-oh jeez Okay, well, I think I, I, I think I know them. I shouldn't be trying okay. to figure it out anyway. Right, because my decision <laughs> my decision's made. Mine okay. is as well. Well, let's hear it, gentlemen. Bachelor number one. Yes, absolutely. The high, Bachelor number one. The high. Maybe my favorite player in the NFL going into this year. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Oh yeah. Bachelor number two is Devontae Adams. Wait, uh, yeah, he did miss. He two missed games. two games with a concussion. Wow. You're right. Yep. Was a, if he had his, I could have yeah, sworn that, that Devonte Adams' stat line could never escape me. No. Yeah. He he was right around 900 yards. I knew that. Um, uh, uh, that's why you tricked me. Yeah. I'm switching. <laughs> Tyree. Tyree. <laughs> by the way, Tyree Kill, Bachelor number three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We had that. I had that one. You gave us that. Runs one. Was like good. a jungle cat. Was yeah. Like that the was worst hint I could have possibly yeah. given. <laughs> But yeah, um, I like all three of those guys. Do you guys. actually prefer Devontae Adams to uh, Michael, Michael Thomas? Thomas? I think I do. Yeah, it's I really prefer, think I do. Well, yeah. For me, my point is, I prefer all three of these guys to AJ Green. The the um, you when you extrapolated out for Devontae Adams, you 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 threw me for a loop. Yeah, yeah. You got me. I felt yeah, like if I you just had gave to. you the raw. If you just gave us the raw stats, I think we would have got that. The one. other thing too, nine hundred something yards. The other thing too is that like, would have been enough. You guys did such a better job of me like doing the blurbs because <laughs> I would have included something about Jordy leaving with Devontae Adams's pitch, right? As bachelor number, you two. were strictly on the stats. Yeah. I, I I strictly did stats. Yeah. I so, ad libbed after Scott uh, just showed out. Scott Scott Danny Woodhead. I'm serious. I had That's to, a top. Five I had to give him a formal send off yeah. before we. Uh, you this know, episode yeah. next year is going to be on. absolutely yeah, insane. This is going to be nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the standard's been set very high, and we have to exceed it. Uh, would either of you like to go first for tight ends? I'll go. Okay. Because I can't wait to break up with this guy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tyler Eifert, it's over. <laughs> and it's been over for longer. You know, I should have once. Right? Right? <laughs> it, and the reasoning is, is, like, you ever keep giving someone a chance... Yes. And they just keep blowing And they it. just ghost you. And no matter what. You're in the diner. You're in the parking lot of the diner. You want like to meet here. Her and they're like, I can't come. Yep. That sounds specific. That's <laughs> oddly specific. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. That's uh, Tyler Eifert for you. You know, like like all week sounds good. And then Thursday comes around and he starts to get all shady. My and he's not, not answering your text. And then all of a sudden he's done. I think he could, yeah, I think he could be a top five tight end this year. But he also could not be a top 15. That's just too much that my heart can handle. He's put me through too much, and it's over. I agree. So, the eligible bachelors. 
This is going to be fun, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Buckle up. Because we all love tight ends here. Bachelor number one. This bachelor, bachelor received a whopping 16 red zone targets tied for the team lead. And that player that he was tied with left the team. Mostly while playing in a very limited role with a very limited quarterback for much of the season. Now with a new tutty buddy, more opportunity, and no big body WRs to compete with, this bachelor could easily lead his team in red zone targets for a second straight season. And he's going a, th- a full three to four rounds after Mr. Eifert. After Eifert? Oh, yeah. I got this one. I got this one. Yeah, he is. I'm thinking of the wrong guy. You're just, not. Yeah. I was on the Keep wrong going, guy. Keep going, Scott. Bachelor number two. Oh, I know who it is now. Bachelor number two saw his predecessors see a whopping 25 red zone targets combined last year, and neither of them are there anymore. With a good QB, good offense, this bachelor could easily slide right into the TE1 range. Like the one nerdy kid that's obsessed with the really hot chick at the dance. <laughs> Bachelor number two will be sticking around waiting for you to choose him long after many bachelors have been selected. Wow. That was really good. <laughs> Scott's like the Scott, you're that nerd for this special. Yes. Like you just did your homework way better than we did. I wanted this bad. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was really excited for this. Bachelor number three. <laughs> will waltz into 14 vacated tight end red zone targets from last year, playing for a team who lost 511 receptions and 49 receiving touchdowns over the last four seasons. With no big-bodied option to demand red zone attention, this bachelor could easily become the best red zone target for his team and the apple of your fantasy eye. Okay. Those last two are are tough. They're all tough, really. It's tight ends. I have guesses that are just fun, I think. Um, I'm going with bachelor number one. Okay. I like the opportunity. I like the fact that he's got a new tutty buddy and... You know, that can always be something different. Uh, so I'm going I'm going bachelor number one. All right. Is <laughs> <laughs> gotta make your pick before we guess. I know. I'm thinking I'm trying to remember who his what his name is for bachelor number three. Okay. I do. I know it. Is it I think. Okay. Don't right. don't think right. too hard on it because it's it's, it's, a, it's okay not it's okay right. to have a little unknown. I think bachelor number one, I agree with Don, brings the strongest case. Okay. Um I actually, I think it's the reason I think it's such a strong case is I actually in the beginning thought it was Jimmy Graham. And then you said rounds after Tyler Eifert. And I'm like, Christ. Brain started bouncing somewhere else. It's it's Austin Safarian Jenkins. No. No. That's a good guess. Then is it Jordan Reed? This isn't awesome. You're going to love this stat. It's George Kittle. Oh. He led his team in red zone targets last season. Tom. Last season, Tom, with that horrible team, I was all about him. I yeah. did the, the deep, and, and the guy who he was tied with for red zone targets was Carlos Hyde. Wow, who's not on the team anymore? So, wow, a lot of short throws in, in the red zone. Yeah, who was so. two and three? Number two was whoever the tight end is going to be on the Chargers. Oh my god, <laughs> that was unfair. We would have never gotten that. A whopping twenty-five combined red zone targets to the tight end position. Wow, have been completely Very vacated cool. up to this point. Very cool. Bachelor number three was it? Okay. Whoever the tight end is on the Seal- Cowboys. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the Seahawks. You know what? I thought it was Seals Jones. 14 vacated tight end red with... zone targets. Never mind. And the 511 receptions and 49 touchdowns vacated. I thought it was the Cowboys, but I was like, we don't know who it is. These are both Des Bryant. I'm thinking Des Bryant and Jason Witten are both big-bodied receivers that they relied on in their red zone. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Oh, yeah. Both gone. Yeah. Someone's walking in. Alan Hearns isn't that kind of guy. You're right. Good. Tom. All right. I or do you want to go last since you hate tight ends the most? I'll go. I 
I don't mind because mine is a little bit uh, unconventional, just like Scott's. But I'd like to go okay. last because it is it's super unconventional. All right. We'll have you. We'll have your unconventional picks after my controversial one. <laughs> I'm kicking Greg Olson to the curb. Just yeah. I, sometimes this is insane. Sometimes you get into a relationship, and despite the fact good. that you have yeah. so many memories, it's going so well. You just start That's to self saboteur. <laughs> yeah. You just start to think that things have run their course, and I think. That unfortunately we've hit that point with Greg Olson. Not enough for me. Fell off majorly last year. He was hurt. Yeah, he was to the tune of 19 go, catches, Tom. which would have put him on pace for 40 on the year. His if he played all 16, his pace was 40 catches for 436 yards and two touchdowns. He is currently Dude. going in the seventh round. Earlier. Earlier than that. Yeah, Great. He's starting to creep up. Make my case for me. I'd love to get him in the seventh. McCaffrey is a red zone threat. He had. Um, and actually, an interesting tweet came out. I'm about to self-saboteur myself here. Uh, Christian McCaffrey splits with Greg Olson in and out is really bad when Greg Olson plays in the red zone. Hmm. Um, but I think he's going to mature into that role. You guys already helped me sell it with Cam talking about how he's a, how he's their best option in the goal line. They just drafted DJ Moore, who who is a big body. They're going to try to get him some looks. Devin probably Funches. have him move in. I get it. Funches was big. good. Listen, if you're going to take Greg Olson, that's fine. I'm not going to be the guy. I get that he's in. I'm the, not going to be the guy in the tight end no man's land range after Gronk and before yeah. the cheap guys. Yeah, where that feels like it's like you have to reach for him or hopefully he falls. And yeah. that's that's the only explanation I could have accepted. Greg Olson stalwart, 16 games for many many years in a row before a this lot last of them. one. A lot At the of tight them. end position to just take a chance on somebody. There's there's almost no one else. I'd Three. Take a back, oh, it won't be me. So back to yeah. back to back 1,000 yard seasons, rarefied air. For no tight, tight end's end. ever done two. Year before yeah. he had like 930 yards. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the Bears so, just gave him to the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I like him. If I can get him in the seventh, I'm actually licking my lips. Oh, yeah. Well, I have two other guys Let's who are. Him. Just two? Uh, yeah, I, I did too because I thought we were doing two. It's it's fine. Um, number one, <laughs> right. I had to do a pace. I had to do pace stats for number one because he missed three games, but his pace was sixty catches for six hundred eighty six yards and two tutties. So similar touchdown numbers, more catches, more yards. Number two, two played, touchdowns, two touchdowns. Yep. Number two played all sixteen games, had seventy four catches for eight hundred seven yards and three touchdowns. Easily his lowest. In the last four years. Okay. All right. So I think I'm going to go with. I would go with Bachelor number two because yes. Bachelor number one does not have enough touchdowns. Bachelor number two. Bachelor number one's ADP is practically free. Right. It it and be. Bachelor number two with is right around Greg Olson. Is number one Ebron? No. Number one is Charles Clay. Oh, he missed a lot of time. Wow. Missed three games. And number two, who we would both choose, yep. was is Delaney the, Walker. Really? Yeah. 74 catches, two, three touchdowns. Big he regression should, in touchdowns for He him. should definitely have a better year. You can't yeah. replace Greg Olson with either of those jokers, though. <laughs> I, would, I would take Delaney Walker over Greg Olson, for sure. I, I I don't know why, but that's fine. He's going a little later than Olson. Yeah, but that's... A, so From what I've seen. I thought it was... I I've thought, ended up with him a lot. In I Knox. thought Bachelor 2 was Kyle Rudolph. Mm. But yeah, but three I think he had more touchdowns way more. than that last year. I think year, he had yeah. like eight. All righty, Tom. Our resident tight end hater. Let's yeah. see what you concocted. All right. So this is uh, – I didn't really play by the rules, if you can't tell. But first and foremost, I'm going to dump Julius Thomas. Um, I think it's over for him as a 
as an yeah. asset, just in general. He, is he? It's over for him as like a sneaky sleeper. Too. I think just yeah, but Adam Gase was his offensive coordinator with Peyton Manning. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just so obvious now that it was all Peyton Manning. Oh um, yeah, Julius Thomas not. It has not gone well for Gase in Miami. It has not gone well for Julius Thomas elsewhere, no. and yeah. after the fact with Peyton Manning either. So I mean, even when he's you know given the keys, he's often hurt. He's not worth it. It's over. I mean, I can't come up with a way to defend him, and uh, I guess I've just been thinking about him a little too long. Yeah. I need to cut the cord. I need to unfollow him yeah. on all forms of social yeah, media. Yeah, you need the full cutoff. Yeah, because I, I just keep calling back. I, yeah. I believe the hype on him, and it's just not healthy. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to detail three. It's like the ex that you're kind of like semi-cool with. <laughs> and you're just like, hey, I'm in town. Are you in town? I'm going to detail three eligible defenses. <laughs> to stream tight ends oh my again. God, that's oh awesome. yeah! <laughs> All right. What a turn! All right. <laughs> you know how I like to play the position. Boys. This is like easily top five episode ever for us. <laughs> All right. Without oh my god, this is rules. Defensive bachelor number one. They let up eighty nine receptions, eight hundred sixty eight yards, and ten touchdowns to the position. Okay. Bachelor. Number two, they let up 78 receptions, but 923 yards and 12 touchdowns to the position. And Bachelor number three, who actually let up the most fantasy points in total to the position. They let up 94 receptions, 1,034 yards. Oh, my God. And 10 touchdowns okay. to the position. Wow. Um, I'm going two, believe it or not. Because of the uh, touchdowns? Because of the yardage. And because okay. of the touchdowns, um, you know, you don't expect your tight ends to get a lot of catches for the most part. Yeah. So the fact that they got up to 900 yards on fewer catches than Bachelor and more one, touchdowns. Or and three. more touchdowns, and they had the most touchdowns of the group. I like that a lot. That seems like something that there's a speed problem on that defense. So if you get an athletic tight end, this is going to be a problem for them. I like number two a lot. Yeah, bachelor number three. There was there was a lot of receptions in that. A number, lot of you know? them. Yeah. To me, that sounds like they might have some good corners, and and they might have to th the team might be forced to throw the tight end a little bit. I don't necessarily want that. I don't want them playing against a good defense. Yeah. I want them in a good matchup. So I'm going. Yeah. Bachelor you can have two a bad defense with, with good corners. You're going bachelor two. Bachelor two with Donnie. All right. For the record, bachelor one had more receptions anyway. Yeah. And more okay. Yards. Uh, same amount of touchdowns. One and three. Right. So. Bachelor number three, who Ooh, we, reverse order. <laughs> bachelor, oh, I guess it's bachelor number one. Bachelor oh. number one that I read off was the Cleveland Browns. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I was wondering if the Browns were going to be one of the teams. Oh, ten yeah. touchdowns. Because I thought we were going to just avoid this. Ten completely. touchdowns, but the lowest yardage. I knew yeah. they weren't the worst last year. Yeah, but I knew they were in the mix. Number two was the New York Football Giants. Yep. Twelve touchdowns allowed, nine hundred twenty-three yards. But the least amount of catches. And no linebackers to speak of. None. And they still don't have any. However, Most sneakily, number one defense to exploit versus the tight end. Arizona Cardinals. Was the Miami Dolphins. Oh, wow. Darn it, I had it in my head. Who we did start to hint at. We did. Yes. But it was not nearly as and the, linear and as the New York Giants or the Cleveland Browns. And the Dolphins they were, they got were rid more of Valley. They got rid of Grimes and Sue, I believe, in Sue the offseason. Yeah. So their def their whole defense is even worse. Uh, so something the to Dolphins monitor. are turning into like load out everybody, like yes. play everybody against the Dolphins. So I that's, think that's, how that's what I wanted to bring up. We always bring up the Browns and the Giants because it was so fun and so obvious. Yeah. 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 But 
at the end of the day, the tale of the tape says that the Miami Dolphins were actually the worst. Right. How about they're that? They're set to be bad again. And I dumped Julius Thomas, and so did they. Love it. <laughs> Love it, Tom. Wow. Awesome. Great job, Tom. Great job, Scott. <laughs> Hopefully you thought I did all right, too. Yep. Um, this was so much fun. Way to go. <laughs> this was, uh, you know, like we're getting to the point now where we pretty much know exactly how August is going to go. So the fact that we were able to get this done was was super cool, and I think that this is going to be this is going to be a memorable one. Uh, let us know what you think. We're on Twitter at RutsFF. Scott is at WagsFF. Tom is at HillierFF. I am at Why So Serious. We're also on Instagram at RutsFF. That's going to be uh, that's going to be Man Catch Central coming up pretty soon. We got oh, the yeah. Hall of Fame game next week, boys. Wow, there could Football be a Man Catch Monday around the way. Game. Shout out to Field Yates. Let us know that this is the this is the, this week that we are currently in is the last week without a football game of some kind, NFL or college, between now and the week of the Super Bowl. Sports, sports, let's sprouts. Let's get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with that, with that, this is Donald Wagonblast signing off on the run of the score fantasy football dating game. dating game. Keep scoring. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>